Okay, good. That's good. Because uh, what I have to tell you today is not going to make you happy. You know, I think that... <laughs> I think you're going to be very surprised at how much I might agree with you, though. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Not not that I have this, like, complex where I think, like, everybody needs to agree with me and then I'm right all the time. I think it's fine to enjoy a movie. I think it's great to like a movie. Right. I mean... Halloween 3 is one of my favorite movies of all time. And a lot of people don't like that. Exactly. That movie. Exactly. Burp in there. That's fine. I'm going to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean. And look, and then after I own Frankenhooker on Blu ray. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just saying, it's fine to like a movie. Did I like this movie? You'll see at the end. You'll see at the end. <laughs> Okay. No future spoilers here. Uh, um, but this this was your your pick. And this as, was my pick. And as I told you going into this, uh, what I have to say about this movie is not an attack on you as a person. It's an attack on the movie. I never think that anything you say towards me is an attack on me. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, oh, okay. Are we having cheeseburgers later? That's true. And then... Usually you forget what I said about five oh, minutes later. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> sometimes then, immediately after I say it. Sometimes. Sometimes while I'm saying it. Oh, it's already gone. <laughs> already gone. You know, being friends with me is kind of a benefit because like in two weeks, I'll probably just like reset and forget yeah. a bunch of things. I, I like to go through my life just saying that every day is a soft reboot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you survive. I think you just naturally have. It is how I survive, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. Well, I mean, just like working retail, like, oh, yeah. you don't take that shit home. You uh-huh. just, you, you reset it and you forget it. Right. That's all it is, man. Um, okay, so today we are talking 1992's Cool World by Ralph Bakshi. Our world and their world. Noids do not have sex with doodles. Are about to collide. Build your best. I'm made of ink, but I'm no dream. But Holly said we could watch. A man is in the bedroom. Come on, make me real. This is the biggest disaster the cool world has ever seen. Help me. Cool World, now available on video cassette. That was the last thing he has ever been known to do. That's a real bummer. I mean, he's done some other shit after, mm-hmm. but like the last thing he'd been credited for being the director of. Yeah, yeah, he did That's- some like little little side things. Right. But, but he uh, never did a major. Not really. Film. He did a movie that was a Kickstarter that he didn't get. Uh, he got it funded, but he didn't get distribution on, so he put it on YouTube for free. Oh bummer. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie kind of maybe sort of killed his career. Well, okay. So what I what I learned from doing a, some research and listening to a podcast about it too is just like how much drama went into making this film and getting the script written for it that it you yeah. can just really see the like fall it, like it makes the movie not hold together at its core you know like a lot of things happen in it but there's like yeah the writing doesn't make sense the rules and the world don't make sense like, i would venture to say None of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> well, and then so so Drew Barrymore dropped out. She was going to be was Hollywood. Gonna, yeah, the Kim Basinger part. Yeah, and then uh, Brad Pitt and Gabriel switched roles. Oh, and so Brad Pitt was supposed to be. That's the a better artist. move, I think. Actually, yeah. keeping Brad Pitt in them in the roles that they are. Oh, okay. So yeah, that was uh, the production chose that. Yeah, I think that's fine because um, Gabriel Byrne can't be that like swinging 50s cop character i don't think that they i think that he's more dark and brooding yeah in almost every movie he's in i don't know i i don't know it's so strange because like i I watched this movie three times that's gross (laughs) and like i watched it once and could barely do it well the the first two times i probably was being very distracted by like other stuff i was doing gotcha and the third time i was like watching it to try and really get it and um it doesn't make sense no 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 not in the least no which is weird because it was like it was like this kind of passion project for bakshi but like he wanted it to be kind of different right like he had this core concept of like and you're gonna hear me say this a lot he had this core concept of uh Humans and cartoons fucking. <laughs> um, um, and, but they like make like this like demon seed 
that like wreaks havoc on the real world that was his initial plan. right yeah it was supposed to be a horror mil- a horror yeah. film yeah and um yeah because what they they their offspring yeah he goes back to the real world and then the daughter grows up in cool world and then she goes into the real world looking for revenge yeah which um which so i think like parts of that still are yeah. in the rewrite yeah. But then they rewrote it from an R movie to the PG-13 movie that then you have like, <laughs> and then halfway through it, um, <laughs> Kim Basinger, like, um, I, I heard on the podcast earlier, said Kim Basinger Which wanted- Which podcast? What did they watch? Uh, was it How Did This Get Made? Yeah, How Did This Get Made? Okay, cool. Just citing the source. Yeah. Yeah. They said that Kim wanted to be able to show this to children recovering in hospitals. She wanted it to be a kids movie. So, like, when she, when it becomes live action and she becomes real, she, like, changed her... She softened her edges of her character so she could be better suited for the She kids calls movie. people pencil dicks. I, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I think there was a lot of confusion on this film. I was confused. Uh, Man... I watched this on IMDb. Right. Uh, it's like a free streaming thing that they have mm-hmm. through Amazon. With the commercials. That's how I watched it. Yeah. Too. Um, which was nice actually having the commercials because it gave me time to like catch up on writing. But um, man, I... Should this we... movie drags. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay. I'm going to kick it off here. Uh, so the first thing I want to talk about was um, the movie was produced by Frank Mancuso Jr. Okay. He was like the showrunner for um, the entirety, almost the entirety of the Friday the 13th franchise. Huh. Yeah, which is pretty cool. That is cool. He might have gotten fired after this. <laughs> and I, d- I do want to talk about Bakshi for one second because I actually really, because I'm going to say a lot of bad things about him in this, mm-hmm. but I actually really, really do like and respect the guy. Like like his early stuff, like Fritz the Cat. And right. um, like I... This might be blasphemous for me to say, maybe with you in this room, maybe with people listening. Oh, no. I prefer the animated Lord of the Rings to the live action Lord of the Rings. Oh, I would agree with that. (laughs) Um, Which was Bakshi who did that. And he did like rotoscoping and stuff for it. Like it's real trippy. Like the old Hobbit? Yeah. Oh, I would take that any day over the new ones. I don't know if he did the Hobbit, but I know he did two Lord of the Rings. Okay animated films that are like really nice Hmm. um fire and ice is really good those are the big ones that kind of stand out for bakshi for me oh and wizards wizards is really good too so like he's got credentials he's got the work ethic behind it weird thing about fire and ice um fuck what's his name thomas kincaid Mm -hmm. you know the christian painter of lights he did background paintings for bakshi films in like the 70s oh crazy and they're like sex filled like sword and sandals brutal violent <laughs> cartoon uh anywho here we go you want me to get in the plot you want me to get going um i don't know i don't even know where to start with this one yeah just get into the plot i editorialized a little bit in my plot synopsis here okay uh okay starting out i frankly dreaded watching this movie and i i texted you several times like okay i'm watching cool world i didn't watch cool world those nights at all i watched it like two nights ago at midnight okay i just couldn't i watched it three times i started it a couple of times and was like i can't fucking (laughs) (laughs) well oh man i don't know what i was i i think i had like a theme going with when i picked this that's fine i mean it fit it fit the dick tracy thing right coming off the heels of that right um this is notoriously kind of well known as like one of those worst films ever made um it's like in, you pull up any like bad bad movie podcast this is probably going to be an episode on i it. can see why yeah well, I can see why. <laughs> okay <laughs> all right getting into it so uh brad pitt returns uh home to his ma after world war ii and the next morning, they just they just wake up and they take an early morning right. ride on a motorcycle that he won p- playing poker in Italy. I don't know how it got there. I guess we don't ask those questions. But um, also, it's like like when the when the mom's coming out of the house, she's like, "Oh, it's so cold out here," and right. then they just drive into the desert on a motorcycle, no coat. Right. <laughs> right. I know. Like I don't know. 
And then there's just, there's a guy that's like driving drunk from a oh, casino. Oh, those two maniacs are just drunk driving. Crazy drunk driving. Okay, on, in their defense, uh, one, I think it's 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> two, they're in the middle of the desert. I don't think they thought anybody was going to be there. I don't know. So they weren't really checking their, their, their turns and their corners, you know. Okay, but this scene, like, this scene <laughs> leads you into the, into the movie. Three minutes into the movie. Yeah, this scene leads you into the movie and then has nothing to do with the rest of the movie besides the fact that, like, uh, lightly explains why Brad Pitt's character stays in Cool World. Oh, God damn it. This movie's great. I'm into it now. Um, okay, so Drunk Driver hits the motorcycle. They go just flying. Flying. And then he gets, like, PTSD, like, shell shock. Right. And he's like, ah, the mortars, the mortars. I need a medic. Uh, cause he finds his mom, uh, dead, I guess. With I, only, like, minimal blood coming out of her, too. It's a children's movie. <laughs> <laughs> Opening scene, death. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the music during this is, like, real, like, sappy. Okay, soundtrack for this movie slaps. Like, it's fancy. Sometimes. Okay, but it's really- 60-40. <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. This is the first film that we've watched that while I was working and doing, um, while I was working my day job, I listened to the soundtrack. <laughs> I've never d- done that. Oh, uh, so then like a rift opens up somehow. I don't think we're ever told how. The mo- but the doc there. Doc Whiskers? Yeah. I don't have his Christian name in here, but I just it's call it, refer to him as Doc. Doc Whiskers is oh, okay. his Christian name. Okay, good. <laughs> Um, so he pulls Brad Pitt into Cool World, but I think he was like he was trying to leave, and right. then he was like, "Ah, shit!" He was dude. trying to he was trying to get into the real world with that spike. Yeah, it doesn't even. But it, it yeah, it, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't make matter. sense. But why? So he gets pulled in, and uh, then like they don't really explain what the logics are behind it or what Doc Whiskers is trying to do. No, no, that orange smells great, by the way. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, so then we're kind of dealing with this, like, this, like, fish out of water kind of thing, which we kind of deal with throughout the movie of, like, it gets really bad when, when Kim Basinger becomes a real human being. We'll get to that. Don't spoil Yeah, no future spoilers don't, or anything. No future anything. spoilers. But what do you think those medics thought when Brad Pitt gets, um, sucked in the cool world? What do you think they thought about, like, all of a sudden the body being gone? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't even think about that part of the movie. Because, <laughs> like, I thought that this was going to be one of those, like, he's actually been dead the whole time kind of a things. And, like, this is the afterlife for him. Right. That would have been could, a better could movie. could be the case. That would have been a better movie. I don't know. Yeah, that would have been a better movie. <laughs> uh, so, let's see. We get the, the next few minutes kind of explaining the world from the dock. But we, we've seen Roger Rabbit, so we, we fucking... We know what's kind of happening here. We fade to black and then we jump to 1992 where a con- convict is doodling in in prison with a pretty pretty dope-ass setup in that cell. He's got a good setup for I mean, cell. I guess he was like, was he making the comics in prison? That's a good question. Is he making, is he profiting off of his... Because you can't do that. Exactly. So has he been writing Cool World the whole time he's in prison? And I how think he long, has. And how long has he been in prison? Uh... T- 10 years did they talk about did nine give, years something like that did they give you a time i think so or i read it on wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> i did kind of have to like read wikipedia as i was watching the movie to like put it together i can figure it out <laughs> right um, so he gets out he goes home his house looks like it's well not there yet he oh. gets sucked into cool world at first oh. while he's drawing because he's drawing holly on the right on on his drafting table i don't even have a drafting table and this motherfucker's in prison with a drafting table it's fucked up man those things are expensive and uh you know she's real busty he's probably jerking off to drawings oh, that he does sure. in this prison is, or selling them he's to lo- other prisoners so that they can jerk off to his drawings <laughs> yeah it's a fucked up movie he makes guys. a lot of money in prison <laughs> yeah selling cool world comics selling yeah. Selling just like nudies on the side. He's making a lot of money. Yeah, not bad. Hmm. He's profiting pretty well in prison. Uh, so he gets sucked into Cool World, and then we just watch Holly dance for about five minutes. 
And then he gets pulled back into the real world. When he leaves, we're like we're like in Holly's house and and Frank is like making a visit. There Okay, let me get into this real quick. Okay. We're hopping in, we're hopping out, we're right. hopping in, we're hopping out of this dumb fucking world and like they don't explain really how or why. There's no rules. There's no rules of how this all works. And like even though it's like an animated movie and like you, you could fucking do anything in it. We basically got three settings in this whole fucking movie, which is, like, the club, Holly's house, and then, like, what's that dude's name? Jack? Uh-huh. Jack's house. That's basically it. Right, and then, well, and then, like, the one hotel in Vegas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, in between all these, like, scene transitions, they just show us a bunch of, like, cartoon bullshit that actually has nothing to do with the plot ever. Like, there's just, like, little vignettes. And apparently Bakshi was even like, yeah, I just want, like, little animated things in between. And he didn't even tell the animators what... Like, there was no script for it. He was like, yeah, just do whatever you want. We'll put it in there. Oh, great. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck? And then sometimes when, like, Brad Pitt is, like, just standing in a room, like, they'll just have, like, a floating head... Right. Float in the frame and out of frame and you're like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> that's not that even it's not even a finished drawing. Well, I think that's like the sketchbook idea. You know, like that's that even fucking... your sketches live in this other world. Yeah, and there's come Whoa. To life. <laughs> <laughs> just they're gone. They're just floating off into the ether. And the entire time I was watching this movie uh-huh. and I'm sorry I'm going on a tirade I love here. It. I love but it. The entire time I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking of the process that this movie was made. And it seems like it was mostly like, hey, Brad Pitt, um, hit your marks, you know, go to point A to point B, get out of your car, walk around it, go through a door. But there's going to be like a bunch of cartoon shit somewhere. And uh, we're just going to draw it over the film after the movie's done. So just make your movements, pretend like there's some shit there, and we'll just draw it around you. That's how this movie was made. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I agree. So the entire time, I'm thinking about when they're actually filming the movie, and poor young Brad Pitt has to just, like, stumble around a bunch of invisible bullshit (laughs) and hope that it turns out better. That's just a guy just standing around. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Anywho, I'm off. I'm I'm into the second paragraph. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, so we're back at, at Holly's house, and Frank is making a visit. Turns out he became a detective. He Yeah, and his badge Somehow. number is zero one. So he's like the only Noid <laughs> detective living Oh, yeah. In- also, that's a thing. It's what, doodles and Noids? Doodles and Noids, Noids yeah. are humans. Uh-huh. Doodles are drawings. Yeah. But he's like the only one upholding the law, and yeah. he's like the only Noid. So it's like, as long as he doesn't have sex with the cartoons, then... I mean... Like... Assuming he's been there since the forties, yeah, and then 50, they never 60, connect. 70, 80, 90. He's been there for fifty fucking years, right? Right. <laughs> he, and he's so like he's the only one that ha- needs to be watched over. But then he's always, and I think they allude to that like Dollywood has tried tried this before to to seduce a yeah you know a human a hu- annoyed, annoyed to uh, the other side. Yeah, we'll we'll get into her whole fucking bullshit later um so he's he's there to question about the crossover quote unquote and she's uh she wants to get into the real world um so that she can feel and by feel i mean fuck sex (laughs) yes a lot of sex yeah i don't know why i was allowed to watch this as a child i was thinking that the entire time i watched this movie i watched this quite a few like I remember being like nine and watching this. That's fucked up, man. This movie is filthy. Very dirty. <laughs> like, the cartoons are dirty. Vegas is dirty. Like all the innuendos about dick jokes and Johnsons and like and he, he refers to it as your Johnson at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'm crying. Um. So um. It is not a kids' movie. No, no, it's really not. Uh, so we're hopping back to uh, Gabriel Byrne getting out of jail. He is now 
an ex-con. Good on him. Mm-hmm. He did his time. Uh, so he, you know, he gets back to doing art, goes to the comic shop. Turns out he's been profiting off of this comic in right. prison. And this comic book shop only sells Cool World. So obviously, yeah. this comic book is his comic book is really popular. There was. There were some Batman books. I saw oh, okay. um, Killing Joke right. on the wall. Yeah. I saw The Man Who Laughs. Yeah, there was some. There was some like '90s trash in there. Certainly, uh, probably a lot of like Jim Lee X Men comics mm-hmm. on the wall that I didn't even notice. Well, and then in that scene, we like they reference the fact that he's in jail because he murdered a man. Yeah, yeah, he murdered a guy that was like fucking his wife right the girl who runs the comic shop was like kind of into him oh she was trying to fuck him she was asking him out that's a better movie that's like basically chasing amy we could have just been watching chasing amy (laughs) (laughs) i like the little man in that scene he goes who are you who are you who are you um i think that that guy was somebody i think he was like i don't know who he was but i think he was like an animation comics guy Hmm. yeah and they just slipped him in yeah yeah and good on him for not knowing who that guy was because who gives a fuck but then we get back to his house yeah and it's like it looks kept up it looks kept up and like so how long was he in jail 10 years this movie doesn't know how time works at all at all this movie his part should have taken place like in the 50s i don't know because putting it in the 90s gives this big giant gap in time Right. Because then you got to be like, why have fu- Brad Pitt's been here for 50 fucking years? And, like, who actually created Cool World? Because if Gabriel didn't, or Jack didn't create it, it's right. just something that come, flows, like, Cool World images just flow through him and he writes it, then, like, how, what relates it to Brad Pitt being there when, in the 40s? When Pitt gets there in the 40s, it should have been, like, that fucking aha video, Take On Me, and it should have just been all, like, white with, like, sketches and shit huh? like it's not fully formed you know and I then know. like there's there's a whole multiverse world that cool world rests in that like fucking bomb it i'd rather be somewhere else uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then these neighbors oh i wanted to talk about the brad neighbor- pitt's been talking like this 40s fucking asshole for 50 years i cannot get over this <laughs> he's had the same dialect because he's like a dumb gangster for 40 year, 50 years. Okay, go on. The neighbors. Uh, she's into him, too. She's into him. Yeah, the girl. Everybody's into this dude. Nah. And he just wants to fuck a cartoon 24-7. Oh, prison does some things to you. Um, but that gr- <laughs> Anyway, that girl was also in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, okay. She's one of Buffy's friends. Oh. Who ends up like... Show or movie? Uh, movie. Okay. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah, that's also a sacrilegious thing that you're not supposed to say, but... What? I think the movie's better than the show. Oh, I love the movie. The show's great, but, like, the movie's better. It's just... Oh, man. Pike in it? Oh, love it. <laughs> that's the movie I should have picked instead of this. I would have loved to have watched uh, that again. That would have given me an excuse to buy the Blu-ray. Okay, I'm going to pick that just for that reason. All right, but we got a lot of Batmans to get through. Yeah, later on. Okay. Also, your pick will be the next one after Batman. Well, yeah okay yeah if you want to bring a double feature you can i might okay cool anywho we'll we'll housekeeping out of the way okay so he's back at home and um i think he's like in his bed or something and uh he gets transported once again to cool world and you know fucking holly's there i think she's the one that's transferring him like back and forth right, right. i think they like lightly showcase the fact that she has a little bit more power than a normal yeah. doodle and yeah. so it's it's her wanting him that brings him across yeah it's her like it's her and then hi- yeah, <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even explain. It's like them thinking about each other, fucking each other. Yeah, basically, he's like world. drawing this girl's boobs, and he gets real horny, and he's right. like, "Oh shit, time to go see her," I guess. And then we just spend another five minutes of her like dancing, right. and like trying to jerk him off, right. And uh, then he, I think, disappears or some shit because the cops show up. Um, Our one cop. No, you. It was like the the, the team spider. of all those purple cops, oh right, because right, they right. were attacking a baby and or Nothing a rabbit, yeah. and then the and then the the baby that was attacking the rabbit pisses on a bunch of cops. It's a movie for kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, I've got something on the uh, animation. Okay, 
Uh, since the uh, characters were created from scratch, the directors decided to portray popular Disney and Warner Brother cartoons. Example being like the medium used for the rabbits. Yeah. Um, the old man and the um, Daffy Duck's face in, in a building. Shows oh. up too. So they were like trying to like. They were trying to have rain. their Roger so Rabbit. The, I think that rabbit, they, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. But the. But that so that rabbit was supposed to look like a Disney yeah, character, which it did. Yeah, but that, nothing nice happens in Cool World. Like this is no. like the raunchy heavy metal comics. Yeah, version of heavy metal uh, is also a movie that I would have rather watched than this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Detective Frank continues his questioning after um, what's his face Jack is you know on the run. I guess I don't know, but he hears word that Holly and Jack. Went to the club, which is one of our four locations. Uh, they go there. The music's really loud and annoying. Um, Frank beats beats them there, and he questions Jack, and he finds a pin on him, and he's like, "Don't let them catch you with this on you, you fucking asshole." What's so dangerous <laughs> about the pin? Uh, it's mightier than the sword. You know, that's what they say. I don't know. I just—he's the creator. He can. He can. He can make and delete things. Yeah, but they were already created before he showed up. I don't know, dude. I just work here. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, Oh, yeah. And then he tells him not to be an asshole. And uh, he tells him not to fuck Holly. I think he actually calls him an asshole. He does. Yeah. He just comes in hot, just pushing him. He's been there for 50 years. He's he's been waiting to slap a human He just wanted to touch something besides a doodle. (laughs) You know, it's illegal for Noids to fuck doodles. But he's the only Noid. Yeah. So how does he know? Who told him? There's one human this entire time. This law enforcement agency has very confusing rules. Very confusing. You're allowed to drink. You're allowed to piss in public. Right. You're allowed to drop anvils on people. Tons of violence. But how do you know that if a Noid has sex with a cartoon that something will happen? This is the conflict in this movie that's the issue is humans fucking cartoons and what happens afterwards <sighs> okay <laughs> anywho the conflict isn't like oh frank might have died or oh frank's mom died in the 40s it's oh, that we're trying that's not frank that's brad pitt yeah that's but, what i'm saying yeah the conflict is fucking cartoons and how are they con- yeah how are they conf- i don't know how he's not they- worried there's never a moment where Frank is like, yo, how'd I get here? What's going on? My mom's dead. Instead, he's like, don't fuck cartoons. No, I thought I thought Frank was Gabriel's name. Uh, that is Jack. Jack. Oh, th- their names are too similar. Frank and I know. Jack. I know. That's not I even know. creative. It's I got confused. at all. <laughs> oh. Anywho, these people are sick fucks. Um, Frank uh, goes home. Hey, yeah. Does Frank like cartoons and comic books? This is what I'm saying, man. Frank goes home and he's got a lady. Right, but like, how did? Why is he okay? They don't tell us anything. They don't. They don't. They, <laughs> they don't say that like him and his mom used to read cartoons all the time. Maybe like you could have like cut to him like him reading did... a comic in the war. Right, right, right. And that's like what in his got, barracks, and that's what got him through it. Jerking off to a cartoon. Because so that's what this movie's about. So that's what him, Frank, and Jack have in common. Yeah, yeah. There's no thread. Or maybe there. like there was an original Cool World that was like a 40s comic, and then Jack's version is like a edgy reboot right. of it for the 90s. Right. Nothing. That would have been smart. <sighs> <laughs> Once again, these are not attacks on you. They're attacks on the movie. <laughs> I know that. Okay. I might have to say it again later. I think you should. Okay. <laughs> so, anywho, Frank gets home, puts his arm around the lady. It's so awkward, too, when Brad Pitt throws his arm around his little lady. That's what I'm saying, like, dude. You hey! can tell he's just standing there like this, and they drew a cartoon yes. in. Right. And it's then- not like, have you seen, like, the making of Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm, I have. Like, there's shit where he's, like, when he's doing the dishes, and they have, like, pistons that, like, shoot water up. So, like, he's reacting to something that's. Right. There, technically. Yeah. Or they even have like puppets and they would like right. animate over the puppets. <clears throat> That's what I was gonna say. Frank's got a girlfriend and she's like, Hey, 
let's fuck. It's been 50 years. Right, and he's like, no, that's and my one job in this place is to make sure that noids he, don't fuck cartoons, but I'm going to date a cartoon. Not even that. He literally says the words. I wrote it down. The quote. This is useless because I can't finish. Right. That's he, the only, he doesn't care about fucking cartoons just because he can't come in them. <laughs> this is a kid's movie. <laughs> Uh, well, and then, and then they like, oh man, I bet they watch each other jerk off. That's and I, mutual masturbation, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is where I pause the movie and I literally, sitting in my bedroom, watching it on my laptop, right. I paused the movie and I yelled, in an empty house, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched it three times. I'd fucking commit harikari if i had to watch this movie three times uh so jack goes back to the real world uh but you know dang it he can't stop fucking about thinking about fucking cartoons right it's all so, he thinks about all bam day. right back to cool world yep got i think right back even in. when he went back home he there was like a, a short little scene of him just like hanging out in the desert like god damn it i can't stop thinking about fucking cartoons and then he gets <laughs> transported back to cool world oh. um then uh, frank goes to holly's but isn't allowed in so he scales the building with his partner nails the spider right voiced by maurice lamarche who was the voice of the brain from animaniacs oh yeah Nice. Just pulled that out of the dome. I'm so proud you of you. You saw me spinning the I wheel. I love it. It's great. Uh, you know, you got a bunch of dumb cartoon bullshit about him being allergic to clouds or some shit. Me too, man. Allergic to them clouds. He gets in, and there's like a big party happening, and after that entire conflict of trying to scale this massive building, when he breaks through the window, nobody's like, hey, you gotta get out of here. Or, hey, how the fuck did you get in here? They're just like, oh, hey, what's up? Well, you, wanna, the- you wanna drink? <laughs> like... Um, after, after Frank leaves, cause he eventually gets kicked out of like, cause he's kind of being a dick to people, just really harsh in their buzz. Yeah. He's uh, just kind of a buzzkill. No wonder the doodles aren't that into him. Classic cop. Yeah. <laughs> classic noid. Uh, Jack shows up and then he just fucks Holly and, um, and some cartoons are mad cause they don't get a watch. And then they all smoke cigarettes afterwards. And this is the second time I paused the movie and said, what the fuck is this movie? I actually paused the movie right there because I thought the central conflict is Holly wants to be real. And to be real, she has to fuck annoyed. The central conflict's over right there. Right. That's, but because this movie wasn't written by a person, (laughs) um, that scene is only 30 minutes into this fucking movie. There's an hour (laughs) left after that. (laughs) Like... That's the first act. Right. It's almost like two movies. Yeah. And you know, I wrote a lot less for the last two acts of the movie because nothing really happens for the rest of the uh, hour that's left. Just more confusion. A lot more confusion. So now Holly is uh, real. She's Kim Basinger. And because Frank is... Who looks sexy. It's Kim Basinger. That's what she does. I know, but she just just looks amazing. You didn't know this because you didn't watch the movie when I put it on, but she's also in The Nice Guys. Oh, I I watched it the other day. You watched it without me? Yes. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Thought you'd be proud. I'm not proud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because Frank is too busy getting a hand job from his partner. Frank is too busy getting a hand job from, from his lady friend that Nails is like, you just go get your hand job. I'll take care of this whole is that Holly what she's being doing real. under the table. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah, Nails is like, I'll I'll go kill Holly or something. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't know like, what I he's supposed it. to do. Yeah, we're not he's told. Go stop her. Yeah, which I assume is killing her. But um, but Holly steals Jack's pin and then sucks Nails up into the pin after calling him a pencil dick for the first time. And then she she gets transported to the real world. And then the movie kind of turns into this like. Like her just being like a like a dumb child that doesn't right. know what the real world is. It's kind of like a horny Encino man. <laughs> like it's just this. I'll have one of everything when she's at the bar. Yeah, uh, she talks like an idiot, and we have to. And deal she gets kind of southern too. She's kind of southern, but she's also just like like golly gee, let's let's get drunk and fuck. 24 7 and if you aren't then i'll find someone else oh, 
Jesus Christ. Uh, and she does a musical number from uh, the Marilyn Monroe film, Let's Make Love. And then the, the club throws Jack out because Jack's like, she came here with me. I get a fuck that. And they're like, nah, we're in the mob. Uh-uh. So they throw her out and they're like, if anybody's going to be fucking this cartoon, it's going to be me. It's just a club full of horny dudes, man. Is that, that's Frank Jr. in there, isn't it? Frank Sinatra Jr.? Yeah. 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 Um, that guy sucks. <laughs> but then she starts doodling out. She has these like seizures of becoming a doodle. Yeah, she starts coming like a clown. And a different doodle than what she was yeah. before. You know why? I mean, this is only a guess. But like Holly's cartoon version is like thin and they would have had to like rotoscope her out of the movie. So instead, I think they just drew a bigger cartoon cartoon over her her so that they wouldn't have to remove her from the film. Right? Right. Does that make sense? That makes sense. (laughs) It does not make sense for the movie, but like because none of unlike Roger Rabbit, none of the the cartoons feel tactile. Like, they're part of the movie. They all feel like they're floating in this other dimension Mm -hmm. right in front of the film. Right. I'm going to guess, probably because I didn't really pay attention to it, but I'm going to guess that they didn't put, like, drop shadows on the cartoons to, like, give them, like, perspective of, like, here's the sun. Right. There's a shadow. Right. I bet that's it. (sighs) (laughs) Okay. Anywho. We're just spiraling down. Yeah. You watched it three times, man. I I feel I feel so sorry for you right now. Uh so now Frank has to go Frank is like turning into the Oh, he has to go into the real world because the real world's like falling apart. Right, kinda. which is really hard for him because he just like has to relive all the drama and trauma that came from him killing his mother. I mean I guess so, but at the same time, like Time passes the same way in Cool World as it does the but real he, world. But when he when Brad Pitt gets back to the real world, he still has the same scratches and bumps on him that he did in the 1940s when he went into it. Yeah, but like he didn't age 50 years. All things considered, he's doing okay. <laughs> you know? But he, if he could go back at any time, why doesn't he? Right. And also, like, so much time has passed. Like, it's not like it picks up where he left off. Like, if he... He's, how did he tell... If he popped through the rift, he wouldn't have been, like, right by the medics. Right, yeah, how is he allowed to pop through the rift and go to Jack's house? Nothing's explained. There's no rules here. This There's is a lawless there. land. It's like fucking Thunderdome in here, man. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, Holly insists on finding the spike of power. That looks like a sperm. It does kind of look like a sperm. I don't I don't think throughout this whole movie we're ever told this whole spike of power bullshit. Right, but it's some kind of fairy tale that's told to the doodles as children. Yeah. And then but but we do see in the beginning of the film Doc yeah, we don't know what it is then. No, but Dr. Whiskers is holding it in the beginning. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. So so we think that like that spike of power was brought over from Dr. Whiskers. Yeah. And it holds the cork that keeps Cool World Ooh. away Ooh, from I this like that. world. Now, grand scheme, you got this spike of power, almighty, all powerful, mm-hmm. could destroy the world. Where would you put it? Vegas. That's where you would put it? No. Oh, for me? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe is that what the monolith is out in the desert? It's the spike of power. That would be nice. Where would you? I mean, but but I think also I think the spike of power is put on the top of Vegas because of all the lights. And, yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know. Also, cool like world. fucking top of Eiffel Tower, maybe yeah. the Space Needle, something that makes sense, not just the top of a random building. Well, yeah, but I think because Cool <laughs> World is such a like a dirty and like it's a place where like your it's darker seedy. fantasies come alive. So therefore, like being in Vegas kind of connects Vegas being yeah, you know, like, that's fair. The seedier side of things. So I think so. Maybe like put it on like the MGM Grand Hotel, like maybe like the most famous something in vegas maybe not right. just a rundown hotel i don't know it's, it's hidden at least <laughs> us noise don't know about that spike of power up there and then dr whisker oh no 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 go get in there well, I was just gonna, tell me just, about dr whiskers talks- his phd <laughs> a doctor of what we don't know <laughs> of whiskers of whiskers but he's he says later on in the film that he he tried to hold on to it and he couldn't. Yeah, well, he's got a 
he's a small guy, you know? He's a little guy. That spike's bigger than him. Way bigger than him. Uh, so Jack and Frank, they team up to stop Holly. With the neighbor girl. The next line of my script is, also Jack's neighbor is there. Right. In the <laughs> middle of the night, this girl who lives with her mother still, so probably like, what, fucking 19? Yeah. 20? But you know, she yeah. wants to fuck uh, Jack just she like everybody cool, else does. Well, she loves Cool World Big so fan. much. Hey, we can borrow my mom's car. Let's yeah. go with these two strange men that seem to be fighting. And one of them's all bloody and we drive to and Vegas. one of them's wearing a fucking zoot suit. <sighs> Jesus Christ. And we drive, to Ve- drive these men to Vegas and then they find Holly. They and find, Do- yeah. Holly and Do- Dr. Whiskers are like arguing in the street. Uh, <laughs> she, she blows up the dock mm. and then it's a race to like the top of the building to get the spike because it's up like where the neon shit is right and then well she's such a bitch she like lures brad pitt out there and then just fucking kills him yeah we we gotta we get a fight in a room also how is he supposed to like help her down if he's on the ledge with him he's an idiot i have nightmares about that scene though really yeah like when sometimes I'll be climbing a building and I'll be on that building because I've seen this movie so many times. How many times have you? Do you? Oh, over twenty. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I I watched it quite a bit as a kid. Did this viewing like you know we'll get into it. <laughs> so, so they have a fight in a room and she like starts climbing the outside of the building and then she's like yeah frank come on and help me in i'm so scared also that hotel she pushes room, him off that hotel room door just busts like yeah brad pitt hits it and just busts in what hotel are you staying in that opens like that he also calls her a doodle bitch and i like that doodle bitch <laughs> i <laughs> love when she like kids. tries to like <laughs> jump into that picture and then she flashes yes. back into a real human and just slams into that wall <sighs> so great Oh, and then they're on that ledge, and she just drops Brad Pitt like nothing. And I don't know how he didn't split into a bunch of different pieces like Dr. Whiskers there. Like, that is a long fall. Yeah, and then... And he's all intact at the bottom. Looks great. It's Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt never looks bad. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Then she climbs up to the top and Well, yeah, she climbs up to the top, and and then Frank is like... Oh, fuck yeah. I created this shit. I'm I can just get, I I drank Mike's secret sauce, right? <laughs> and I'm in a cartoon. It's the ending of Space Jam. He can just stretch all the way to the top of the building. I'm the hero now. I forgot that I had the power all along. I am. Maybe he could have thought about that before a man was thrown to his death, right? Maybe it would have been a good idea to think, right? Think about what your superpowers are there, and he not just the case. Pulls himself all the way up, and then she uncorks the the spike. Yeah, and then you kind of get like a uh ghostbusters right. kind of sequence very much so um better movie much better movie is it on your list of things? no that's actually not on my list but that movie is an actual five out of five stars it's ghostbusters guys um, <laughs> but then, but like why are all take us home why take are us all home the doodles wanting to <laughs> why are all the doodles wanting to come into the real world because then it would become cool world it seemed to me like her master plan was i want to become real and then i want to get to the real world and then she's like shit i'm turning back into a cartoon fuck it we'll just bring all the cartoons here and then everybody can fuck maybe she doesn't know what the power does i think she she doesn't know so she she pulls it out thinking that it'll give her enough energy to stay real and then just um, it's just like a bathtub pulls the cork up and all of the cool world comes just spilling out yeah what i do love in that sequence is like the little old ladies gambling that turn into cartoons yeah and like one turns at the other one and screams and then they're like (laughs) eh, whatever and And the snake man oh yeah he's such a skeezy looking dude and then do you know what the comedian's name was when so like backing up to when hollywood gets to the to the casino and gets out of the car on the passenger side do you remember what um oh that guy yeah you know the balding dude yeah he's in Pee Wee's big adventure yeah do you remember you know what his name is no oh man but he's a i like him as a comedian he's like raunchy like he's yeah i love when he pops up because you're like oh look it's him that was the best part of the movie (laughs) just because i was thinking about Pee Wee's big adventure for like a good five Uh, minutes but everyone i don't know everyone just starts turning into a tune 
And then, and then all of a sudden, Jack turns into a superhero, which there's not even ever been superhero characters in Cool World. Never saw so, a like, single one. Not a single one. And then also, <laughs> like, does this is this what Jack sees himself as as yes. a superhero? Yeah. And so, is that because he was a murderer and he killed someone that he's like this? He wants to be his better self, so he turns into a because he fucked her now he gets to turn into a doodle <laughs> maybe and then he saves the day and puts the cork back on it i mean that is all that happens and then and then like nothing we never go back to them but we go back to dr whiskers and nails grab brad pitt and bring yeah. him back to cool world the neighbor put doc back together right again right i don't really know how they don't really tell us with doodle glue <laughs> i guess so and the nails gets out of the pen right like he drips out right and uh go well then then they like look at each other and nails is like he's got a dame back in the cool world and she deserves to see him or something like that yeah and so they take the dead body of of brad pitt back to cool world yeah and then she starts crying and then she looks at nails like out of nowhere like was hollywood a doodle when she killed him you know because apparently if a doodle kills a human then you become a doodle so finally brad pitt wakes up after being dead and turns into a doodle and now they can go fuck as doodles yeah and, that's, and that is how it is the movie <laughs> And then, and then we just see Jack in Hollywood. Jack as the superhero. Superhero, a doodle as well. Yeah, but they're like maybe stuck in a comic. They're yeah, they're not stuck in the same universe that they came from. I don't the know. Multiverses that appear <laughs> I don't out of know. nowhere. Uh, so you know what? The best part though about this movie. Please tell me. <laughs> is the fact that Brad Pitt and his girlfriend of 50 years of a, who's a doodle. Yeah. They finally get the bone. Yeah. That's that's what this whole movie is about. Is gets about to the fact cartoons that, getting to fuck. Yeah. That is the entirety. That is the thesis <laughs> statement. If there was a pitch for this movie that Bakshi did, he went to a studio and was like, I got a great idea for a cartoon. They want to fuck. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and they're like, that's great, Ralph. What else you got? And he's like, no, that's, that's, they the, fuck that's us? the movie. We want to fuck them, and they want to fuck each other. Everybody. <laughs> in in the end. In the end. Everybody fucks. <laughs> that's, that's so And they're like, horrible. that's cool. Okay. Um, How are we going to get people into uh, this? And he's like, I want to make it a hard R. And then... Kim Basinger signs on and she's like, I want to make it PG-13. And he's like, cool. <laughs> That's it. Oh, man. Um, I kind of got, I kind of got like a little bit of stuff I want to talk about here. Okay, let's go. Um, Ralph Bakshi, who I immensely respect. And um, he, he worked on, I think it would have been in the 90s, kind of around when this came out, a little bit later, maybe. Because this was, what, 92? Right. Yeah. Um, he did a TV series called The Mighty Mouse New Adventures. I love Mighty Mouse. Did you watch this one? Maybe. From the 90s. It was real short. It was only one season. Okay. For this series, he hired John Crick's Felucci, um, what's his name, Bob Camp, um, and Billy West. And all three of those guys, once that show got canceled... John Kay took the entire team, sans Ralph Bakshi, and he made Ren and Stimpy. Huh. There would be no Ren and Stimpy if it weren't for Ralph Bakshi, which is kind of great. That is great. Um, now, that said, I made a list of a bunch of movies that could have worked as a double feature for this. Okay. Or possibly I would have just rather watched. Okay, good. Let's <laughs> um, go. Okay. Watership Down. These are all animated. Oh, okay. Watership Down. Akira. Any Miyazaki movie, Pick'em, Spirited Away, Totoro, Kiki's Livery Service, um, Heavy Metal. Right. And the other Bakshis I mentioned, Wizards, Lord of the Rings, Fire and Ice. This movie's cheap. Yeah. It's, uh, it has tone problems. It doesn't know who it's made for. It I think it might only be made for Ralph Bakshi. Uh, yeah. Well, okay, so it budgeted $300 million, or $30 million. 30 million. 30 million. Okay. It budgeted 30 million in box office. Six. Made 14.1 okay. million dollars. <laughs> so it was a big flop. Big flop. And it was a summer movie. It came out July 10th. Great summer movie. I got some final thoughts here I want to get through. Okay. I, yeah. I want to get into that and then I'll tell you the Rotten Tomatoes and then. Ooh. 
Oh, I know the Rotten Tomatoes. What is it? Six. Oh yeah, it's a six. <laughs> it's but, a six. but then some other um, some other sites that I looked at. And that's not out of ten. That's out of a hundred, guys. <laughs> some other sites. I mean, most of the time it it rates in at a four point three. And um, I read some reviews that were just talking about how great this movie is and how if you don't get it, it's a puzzle that you have to figure out later. No, it's not. And um, <laughs> No, it's not. And then what? another review just said, my daughter loves this movie. That's not a review. That's I, an opinion. Well, <laughs> but a lot of That's times. That's hearsay. You would get thrown out of court for that one. <laughs> but a lot of people like it is, it's a five out of five for some people. I'm thinking we're dealing with, and look, once again, not an attack on you. No, I... I, <laughs> I think we're dealing with some all or nothing kind of folks, the way that you rate movies of either I it's a one movies. or a five. Right, yeah. <laughs> I probably need to go and change my uh, rating of this movie, but... Like, you gave it a four. I did? Yeah. I'm because I rate, I rate them uh, right after I watch them. Um, I think sometimes I rate things that I've like watched as a childhood and then yeah. through this podcast rewatching things I'm like well I do that too I go back and update shit yeah, as well I'm gonna update that one when we get done here do you know what I gave it on Letterboxd probably what half of one star <laughs> <laughs> just because that's the lowest I could go one, one of the reviews is just like Brad Pitt is young that, that was it too that's not a review well, that is just a fact <laughs> Uh, I want to know what. Um, my my little thoughts here. I wrote. Uh, it's a convoluted plot. Um, almost without any direction. The the live action and the animated parts feel completely separate. Like Bakshi Bakshi said, just act, and I'll I'll put I'll put something over it. I don't fucking fix it in post. Uh, this whole movie is about guys who are too horny to live in the real world. It's basically incels the movie. Uh, I should I pick better. Seriously, thought this movie was done thirty minutes into it. <laughs> Half uh. of one star. <laughs> oh, um. So I was gonna say, that, like, one of the things that they did to promote this, um, this movie, yeah, was they put. You um, could call it that, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as a publicity stunt paramount pictures put a huge cutout of hollywood on the d of the hollywood sign mm. uh, and for that the studio donated twenty seven thousand to the signs maintenance fund and another twenty seven thousand to the rebuild la fund because it was right after the la riots oh yeah and paid for two park rangers to guard the sign 24 hours a day uh the stunt angered local residents yeah i was gonna say i'm pretty sure i remember hearing about that and then being very pissed off. Yeah, and uh, who picketed and demanded that the cutout be taken down. Mm. And the soundtrack, some of the highlights of them are oh, David please. Bowie, The Cult, and yeah. Moby. And My Life with the Thrill Kill Cut. The the David Bowie song at the end is the best part of the whole fucking movie. Yeah. I do. You know what? I <laughs> I love Moby. Whenever Moby shows up, I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck, I love that dude. Yeah, I like Moby, too. He's yeah. one of those guys that you kind of just forget about, and then he shows up, and you're like... Hell yeah, Moby's awesome. I'm gonna go put that on. <laughs> I I put that on for my mom one time. She loves Moby. She doesn't, yeah. She doesn't know who he is, but she loves him. That's good. Yeah. Um. So I mean, retros actively. What What would you give this movie out of five? Fucking like two stars. All right. Because Brad Pitt's sexy. Yeah, but like Thelma and Louise came out like the year after this. You could just watch that. That's a way better movie. There are, I think a lot of things are a way better movie. But I'm glad we watched it and reviewed it and it was fun to find out really what was the downfall of this movie. And it's just a lot of drama happening. Was it that or was it fun for you to watch me be so angry at a movie? That's it. <laughs> I just I knew it was going to be bad going into it and I just I didn't, didn't want to watch it. I thought I was going like, to change your mind or something i forgot how bad it was one i'm stubborn and uh what (laughs) and two what you're stubborn i had no idea yeah that's silly i know you're doing your thing um yeah i didn't like it okay i don't ever want to watch it again fine we don't have to that's great uh and you already said you're double features uh what what are we doing next oh well, next we're doing, next we got the mini episode, which is going to be like our little Christmassy right. uh, top five. 
which I'm stoked about. I've got some nice things to say about what my mom loves about Christmas. Oh, movies. that's great. I can't yeah. wait to hear yeah. that, actually. She's wonderful. <laughs> we should have her on sometime. <laughs> uh, I, I love when I'm like, oh, I'm going to go watch my. Uh, my podcast movie. I'm going to go watch Cool War. She goes, oh, that's a good film. And I look at her and go, you've never seen that. She goes, no, I haven't. <laughs> she hasn't. She just can't. She would hate this movie. Oh, she would. It'd be worse than Cabin Boy for her, which like Cabin Boy is how my mom reads movies. Yeah. She would be like, that's it. That's. Maybe that's her problem. She hasn't really truly seen a bad movie. She and that's why Cabin Boy is loves the worst rom- movie. She to only her. watched romance. She loves ro- romance movies. She this wants is them technically to kiss. a romance movie. <laughs> You are correct. <laughs> it's about a cartoon oh. forcibly romancing herself on other yeah. men. <laughs> and those men just want to jerk off. To a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And then after the mini episode, uh, we're we're doing like, uh, not all the Batmans, but pretty much all all the Batmans you you know about. Me? Yeah, or probably like you. you. In general. I meant the audience. Okay. I'm talking to the audience here. That's why I was looking at the computer when I was saying it. <laughs> Um, we're doing we're doing the two Burtons, the two Schumachers, and then the three Nolans. And I, you don't you hate Christian Bale so much, so I'm really excited to get your take when we go through these Nolan movies. When's the last time you watched Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises? Eight years ago. Jesus Christ, I watch them every year. <laughs> and if like I go to a friend's house and they're on, I'll like, oh, okay, I'll do something else. And everyone, I just don't. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like the Batmobile. I don't oh, like it. Man. But I do like what's her face being Catwoman. Oh, um, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. I yeah, do like that. She's good. Yeah. And I kinda like the the Batman Catwoman, like I like that version that they give us because sometimes the the movies don't really give in to what happens in the comic books no. between Selena Kyle and Bruce yeah. Wayne. And I really Pretty much not until those movies mm-hmm. yeah Do they really kind of get it right and even right. that's kind of off right but at yeah. least it's like it's a little closer to what yeah. you kind of want to happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh so, so yeah. yeah those will be fun to get to you can hear me go on my little rants yeah and for those we're not going to do the mini episodes it's going to be two burtons two schumachers three nolans the nolans might have to be cut into two parts okay. if we talk for a while um but then after that we're going to do a mini batman kind of recap talk about some of the comics some of the animated stuff that we that are like standouts and then it'll be your pick for okay. movies and that's that's a you could either pick one you can pick two you can pick a whole series i don't give a fuck we'll I, see what i frankly feel like. i feel like you're doing a really nice thing to me for letting me subject you to every batman movie but i love batman <laughs> so i'm so a little i feel a little bit of guilt so I, it's oh. all it's all yours after i think this. after making me watch cool world that i think that like you deserve these batmans god i just i knew i had to get through it so that i could watch Batman. <laughs> i love that you paused and yelled into your empty house twice <laughs> I did that <laughs> twice. Uh, all right. Okay. I'll so that's, that was Cool World. It's a movie. It's a movie. It's out there. <laughs> oh, okay. I think something we should do. Would you suggest this to someone to watch? No. No. They they do that on um on We Hate Movies at yeah. the end of their episodes. I like that. They do like, is it a recommend? Well, they rate it on like, is right. it a recommend or is it a hangover movie? Right. Which, you know, your hangover movie is basically, you could fall asleep at any time, and if you wake up, ah, you didn't really miss anything. Right. Uh, this is neither. I think it's, um, I don't think it holds up at all. I think it's, the animation's not even good. No. In it. No. Um, there's almost really nothing to it. You could just watch Roger Rabbit and have a way better afternoon. Right. Yeah. I think if you suggest it to people, then people know that... You have dirty thoughts about cartoons, I guess. Yeah, you know, when we were initially talking about this podcast, um, we kept like a letterboxed list, and this was one of your early picks for this this show. And deep down, I was kind of just hoping you would forget about it, because nope. I didn't want to watch it. Nope. Now, now I know, though. Yeah. I'll, uh, I think it'll help me think twice about what i want to suggest no i think i mean bad movies are fun i had a great discussion about it i i enjoyed like i you know listening to a podcast about it and then researching it like i had fun yeah. doing that like i i i was like damn that flopped 
Yeah, like, there there were a couple of podcast episodes that I was going to send your way, but I was like, I don't want it to like change her mind about this movie. No, going yeah, in. and I that's why I watch. I like watch the movie once where I'm just watching it, and then I watch it again for like, how do I want to talk about it? And then and then I do my research and then know some things about it, like know yeah. some trivia, know yeah. some like missed scenes and stuff like that. And then that's the third time I watch it because then I can like be like, oh, this is where whatever from the notes right, comes in, right, you know. Right, right. But so it kind of like helps me look at it a different way because like one, like watching it first time is like oh this brings back my nostalgic and then getting to watch it ag- again makes me a little more critical and be like okay but like from a movie like <laughs> there's there's no connection of plot here no and like realistically there's no protagonist or they're like you know what i mean like no one's the superhero no one's the yeah. villain yeah and they kind of switch back and forth and then there's no connection between the 1940s to coming to the 90s and why brad pitt why jack and frank who are pretty much the same guy basically what's going on and why this neighbor girl is hanging out but i love that she shows up in it because she's one of my favorite characters from a different movie <laughs> <laughs> see it's it's weird it's like the movie doesn't the movie doesn't care about the live action stuff. Right. And on top of that, Bakshi didn't care about the animation stuff. Right. So nobody cared no. about this movie, maybe aside from the three actors that were in it. <sighs> and even that might be debatable. Exactly. <laughs> let's, uh, let's end this and move on to some yeah. better movies. Yeah, we've got, um, I mean, we got Batman coming up, so uh, that's better. more Kim Basinger, right? Yeah. Isn't she in... She is. She's Vicky Vale, right? She is Vicky yeah. Vale. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, All right. Good, hey, that was a good filler. They uh, they connect. I did okay. Hey, gang. Thanks for listening. If you want to follow along with what we're going to be releasing, please follow on the Instagram at Electric Monster Podcast. And our email is Electric Monster Podcast at gmail.com if you have any suggestions want to start a dialogue we want to thank union suit rally for their song something so wrong off the album midwest at its mid best thanks for listening